Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grunler. Wolverine. We could talk about Hoover Ball today. I've been waiting for this for so long, and so has Bill. That's why he's frozen, because he got to switch his internet again. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back in just a second, but this is our CrossFit Journal, Greg Glassman Chipper. Hi welcome, again. welcome back, Bill. Shit. Did the did the hamster stop running? Is that is that what the uh... and everything? I could hear you and everything was fine. <laughs> like well, I'm frozen. I'm glad you said something. Yeah, but. I look up and I was I'm like, back. and shit, I'm back. He's back. Everyone. I was busy. I was busy talking to everyone in the chat, and then I didn't. I didn't fix. My yeah, chat. it's all right. It happens. Welcome everyone to the CrossFit Journal Book Club. This is Greg Glassman, Chipper Number Fourteen, affectionately called. Hooverball. Now I went back and forth, and I think they spelled Hooverball wrong in the article, which is what I put in our little thing. And I think it's actually just one word. Right. So I'll have to uh, fix that, as it says. But uh, Hooverball. If you're asking what is Hooverball, you have come to the right place because it is an the, OG thing. It's it an, OG an OG thing. Thing. Welcome to the OG. Welcome to the OG show. Once again. <laughs> Once again. Oh, man. So I remember this vividly. Corey, Renata, Matt. Okay, so fun fact, this was the next article in the lineup, and Corey Leonard played this, I guess, with his high school students or something like yesterday. He used to send me videos on it. I was like, oh, wow, that's uh, good timing. No way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wex. Space Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a great inside joke. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Some exciting news. The last episode we did, we talked about our trophy case challenge. Challenges we're going to throw out all year back in the OG.com days that uh, Greg and company would throw out for us to tackle. And exciting news, Bill. We not have but one. But we now have two people right. who have already done all 200 reps. We had a third person try it, but apparently Almost. they only did 180. Almost. And that person Almost. is uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Gosh dang it. He's like, Bill, Bill told me at the I'll... show, he's like, hey, I'm going to go try it. Then he texts me. He's like, dude, I did it. I'm like, no way. He goes, let me go watch my video. He goes, 180. <laughs> So, okay, <laughs> so those of you that are out there, they're going to try this. That are, here, here's a couple things. And I, I, I honestly think that um, a, you know, after doing it, there was some things that we may need to put little caveats on there just mm. as, we, as we talk about this. Because, all right, so we said that the kettlebell has to continuously move, mm -hmm. which means it can't rest up at the top either. So you can't swing it and <sighs> stop. Like, it's got to be like, if it comes up and it comes back down. But if you're using that as a rest spot, I think that I personally think that we should we should not count that. That's I feel like that we doesn't we make it easier. We didn't say that ahead of time. It, it, yeah, it does. You think so? Dude, when you're when you're swinging for like eight minutes straight, mm -hmm. if you have if you cannot swing for 10 seconds. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of time under tension. Uh, but it's different tension than what you're doing. It's, it's resting your back. Now, let me give you my story. Okay. If I get down there, okay. 
I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Mm-hmm. My plan was I was going to do 10 on each side. Yeah. So 10 on the one arm, 10 on the other arm. Boom. There's there's 20 down, but I'm counting in 10s because I wanted to bring my number down so that I didn't mess up the counting. So I my strategy was set up so that I wouldn't mess up my counting, which obviously didn't work very well. Yeah. Um, I got all the way through. So I got through five on each side. So there's 50. It was like 100. I'm like, okay. Now we're getting to where it's good. It wasn't bad. I wasn't bad at that point. Mm. Um, at about 140, 160, I was like, okay, now I can tell. Like I'm having to swing. I'm really having to use my hips to pull it up. I have to be very. It gets grippy, and if you have a weak side, mm. it will really start to come out. And mm. so, as I got to the end, I could I could kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And in my mind, my last twenty was uh, um. The 20 before that, my my left hand was starting to get weak. Like I could tell not oh, so much yeah. on the up, but on the down when it was coming down, like it was wanting to like pull out of my hand and drop to the ground. So um, on my last 20, I was like, OK, I'll go 13 on my good arm and then I'll go seven on my other arm. Got so it. I went 13, five, two, dropped it. And I'm like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nailed that shit and i was all excited and i'm like okay just to make sure and i was more looking at how the reps looked just to see what it would look like if i'm, if I'm gonna post it and we have hiller looking at everything i'm like okay i gotta make sure that it's oh all, yeah. you know we're all the way up and blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. so i'm going through and i'm kind of counting okay there's 10 on each side and 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and i get up to like 60 and then i got to like like okay there's the last ones wait a minute was that one eight wait 10, 20, 30, 40. <laughs> I did it like three or four times and 180 Dang, mother effing rep. That sucks. I was so pissed. That sucks. But it is a really fun, um, it's a fun thing to try for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not one that like, like I didn't get any tears on my hands or, or anything like that. So, I mean, it was, it, it was a, it what was, was a good the, one. Uh, what was the toughest part for you? Like what started a, really hurt or um, get fatigued i think it was it was my hand at the bottom of the swing not the not the swing going up but, but the bottom like when it came down because you have the weight of the kettlebell mm-hmm. and then you also have the weight of gravity coming down and you have to stop it basically on your swing so you you start you do whatever you can to really mitigate that part and like Sometimes it would come down with a little bit of a twist so that it was uh, yeah. not as much of a, a drop, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was fun. It was it was fun to play with. I, I think that that will be a, a fun one to kind of – actually, I think it was a very good one because it's not that far out of range. Yeah, I think the, the opening you know? one – and that's what I want. I want the opening one to definitely be uh, doable – for most that have the capacity and desire to get that far and yeah. not so far out of reach for those that have an opportunity to, to build up to it. Right. Yeah. Like there's some that will be thrown out there that are just like only a few humans will be right. able to do this. <laughs> you know, for example, the pressed a handstand into a handstand walk. That is a very right. niche skill set. And what you, me and J.R. Howell were talking about today is that, there are right. not going to be very many people that are going to be able to do that one too. Right. Um, what I wanted to ask you before we get into the, uh, the book club here is that 
I think once we finalize our list, I think we just put them out early and just let people get after them. Or do you want to release them on a month to month basis? Uh, I think that I, I honestly like the idea of a little bit of anticipation. Okay. Um, maybe we don't have to make it last stretch out a whole year. Maybe we do two a month or something like that. Once we get our list, okay. because that way we can kind of announce it because what we really want to do is we want to be able to give, you know, give the Patreons, especially like, you know, that little bit of a help, like how yeah. would you train for this? Yeah. How would you prep for this? We want to make sure that, that people have a way to kind of achieve those goals. But <laughs> like, we have two like different... this will be the only time that we do this too. Like you know, it's, if you sprinkle all. it out. And then once we get through the whole year, it's like have that there. Again, yeah, I like every that. month, every month. Like, so let's say we get into the fifth month. Mm-hmm. I can still try to do the 200 kettlebell swings in that fifth month. It's not like you only have that month. Yeah. It's just we're releasing it at that time. Okay. So it kind of keeps everybody on the hook at least for a while. So I, I'm good with the month. I think that that I think that that's really fun. Um, you know, even if we want to cut it in half and go to a month, I think that's still OK. Yeah. I, I like that. We'll see. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but before we get to the book club, I want to celebrate our two contestants or our two, our, our fellow community. And the first one was actually, let me pull this up. <clears throat> Jessica Martinez. You see those in the back. Bill, you got fired up because. Yeah. It. We, a master's athlete, Jessica Martinez, came out. and First person. First person. And here's the wild thing. I'll play it. Even I'll play it with sound because there is no sound. It's just her, you know, what I assume is her garage dim, just going for it, which is freaking awesome. So, Jessica Martinez, you are the first person to complete the 200 unbroken single arm kettlebell snatches with 53 and 35 pounds. Our second one goes out to, let me pull this up. Now I know you're talking about like the holding over the head thing. I just, I don't think it's any easier at all. In fact, I would argue that it's harder, <laughs> but uh, I, I Rory Marlowe, cause like it took Jessica like eight, right? It took Rory like close to 13. <laughs> Like, I don't see anywhere that seems easier. But here's the best part about Rory, because it was funny. It's like our first one was a girl. Our second one was a guy, one and one on the board. What I respect for Rory is that he's rocking. <laughs> he's rocking yeah. the OG shirt, the he old tie-dye from the games. Too. <laughs> and he, uh, he said he did uh, a couple extra just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yes, and, I, and I think Jessica did as well. I think she did over 200 just to be sure. So uh, if you guys are going to tackle this challenge, that's right. OG Roy, thanks. I think he's in the chat here too. There he is. Oh, What's dang. Up, dude? That's right, Rory. What's up, Badass. dude? Congratulations. That was awesome. So uh, we're finalizing the shirt details I now. That would be exactly what would happen. That's, uh, I would like that got there. All right. We're finalizing that now. Um, Obviously, we'll get your addresses. We'll send you guys your gear. Congratulations to both of you guys. That's freaking awesome. Anyone else want to try it? Again, you got to upload the video to YouTube. You have to follow and tag us, the OG Culture, and Sherpa Works 
to get your shirt that no one will be able to buy. They can only earn. We got to get that on the website, don't we? Those those rules, like what the tags. So, yeah, know. I think in our community site, we'll uh, we'll release them. We'll put the rules in, the tags. We'll release the design. We'll have that. Um, yeah, we got to get that uploaded. But hey, we're just uh, listen, guys. Just start. We're, hey, we're it's just, organic. We're just shooting by the seat of our pants right now. <laughs> all right, this is something we like smashed together on accident like seven days ago. We're like, hey, here's a terrible idea. Let's bring back the trophy case challenge. So uh, that is uh, that's that's one of them. But um, <clears throat> the the one we have that we've already released in conjunction with this was the press the handstand from the floor. And no videos of those yet, right? No, I haven't no seen any. Uh, I saw one, but I think it was unrelated. It just it popped up randomly, and uh, into a hundred foot unbroken handstand walk, which is funny because we we showed you the magic of CrossFit video series that is starting the other day and they just released one with Annie Sakamoto about her working on her press to handstand. Yeah. Which is really cool because I mean like there's nobody there's a very small portion of like the true OGs. Annie is for sure one of them, but she's still finding th- th- ways to improve her fitness and expand her boundaries and she's been doing it for so long. I think that was the coolest part there. Yeah. Really cool part there. All right. Let's talk about the Greg Glassman chipper. Now, we said Hoover Ball, and some of you guys' heads turned up like, what is that? Well, Hoover Ball, oddly enough, was something that I didn't know about until I joined a CrossFit gym. Did you ever hear about it prior to CrossFit? Uh, I, not before I had, I heard about it before I had my gym, but it's because. Uh, like when I got indoctrinated into CrossFit, when I first found out about it, um, I heard that they did this game and it was kind of like volleyball and blah, 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 blah. So I, I had heard about it. I hadn't played it yet at that point or anything like that though. Okay. Um, I remember it vividly because <laughs> I had, so early days CrossFit, we'll say that there was this huge divide of definitions when it came to the CrossFit games and declaring this, the, fittest person on earth. And what the problem was for some people is that they heard and read the word fittest and they termed or identified that as the most athletic or the greatest athlete. Like that is not what we're saying. In fact, fitness and athleticism in my mind are actually two completely separate universes. <clears throat> you can Venn diagram it. You can have both. But sometimes the fittest are maybe some of the least athletic people you have ever seen. And when you term athlete, you think like uh, athletes, like your major sports or any sport, like your multidirectional hand-eye coordination with a ball or a tennis ball, like soccer, like those are athletes. And sometimes the athletes could not survive and most a CrossFit games competition. Like, do you remember back in the day where they're like, when Adrian Peterson was the greatest running back in the NFL? And they're like, if Adrian Peterson walked out here to the CrossFit games, this is like 2010. He he's like, everybody. he would win. Yeah. I was like, no, he fucking wouldn't. He wouldn't even, he'd right. get cut. He'd get cut in the first three events, just like I did in 2010. Right. <laughs> he'd be right there with me with his 600 pound deadlift. I'm like, how's it feel? Right. There's such yeah. a, a difference and a divide. And you know what, what, like, Expand on that a little bit before we get into Hoover Ball is like that 
that athleticism, fitness, you know, dichotomy. I, love, I, do, I think that argument is one, it's very important to have. And it's weird that at this point, you know, especially us being CrossFitters, that we have our definition of fitness. Like we, that is like one of the foundationary plat uh, uh platforms that we do all of our stuff about we we design our programming we design our training to improve fitness and that's not a you know um an unknown uh clouded sort of thing we can scientifically set that up by definition and know exactly what we're trying to do the hard part is that no one's really done that for athleticism yet um i think it's one of those things that you can see someone that is athletic um I wouldn't necessarily say that it, an athlete is only a one of the the big sport type of people. No, it's but not. It's not. If you see someone that is, well, if you win the decathlon at the Olympics, you're you, they declare you the world's greatest athlete. That's that's part of their title. It's not really printed on there, but that's what the decathlete or the heptathlete at the Olympics is given. Which which I wouldn't agree with either. I, Neither I would I. I'm, I'm just I, throwing that out there. It's like you have track no, yeah. athletes, water polo players. We, like it's just different. yeah. And we don't we don't have that. Like when I think of like a running back and the fact that they can move around and they can do all these things, that to me is very. There's a lot of athleticism there. Mm-hmm. You look at some of the basketball players, the way they can bounce and move in air and you know change directions. That seems there's a lot of athleticism there. Um, I look at some tennis players when they, they there's a lot of athleticism there. But yeah. I would never look at any of them and be like by our definition of fitness look and say you are the fittest or you'd be one of the fittest or anything and and i'm i'm maybe that's something that eventually we should kind of try to play with is if no one else is going to define athlete athleticism (laughs) i mean and i'm just well i mean to to, if nothing else to play no i get it yeah i mean like oh sure that would be a just a fun piss everybody off game which i'm all for that well, I mean, and that's how you that's how you can actually have the discussion of that is right. you have to have some sort of a common ground and common definition and common language and words to be able to use that. If you don't have that, then it's mm-hmm. like we're talking about happiness and what the hell does that even mean? I mean, who knows? So yeah. um, I think that that is a uh, that is really interesting and it, it's a it's a super fun discussion. Yeah. Um, but that's why you almost have to choose your words wisely (laughs) because it's like, no, we have a definition of fitness, so we'll just stay there. Screw all that other stuff. But you talk about, you know, the athlete or the fittest not being athletic. I mean, not to take a shot at Jason Kalipa, but when I'm looking at that, Jason Kalipa is not an athletic guy. And he even said that he's like, I am not good at any of those things. I work really hard for what I have. But then I look at someone like, like rich. I see Rich as a right. very athletic CrossFitter. Yes, he is. You know, and I think, and I think that what that does is that's because of his breadth of sports background. I mean, he football and baseball and hockey and hunting and this and that. He's done all these different things and plays uh-huh. with a lot of these things. So his body is, and he would still do that, do like that. during the game season. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was before 2014 where he took a hockey stick to the face and cut his eyebrow right. open before the CrossFit games. <laughs> Like, okay, dude. But I think that's what made, like, made other Rich. We don't want to have sharp knives when they get there. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. And, I, and I think that's what made Rich great is because he always yeah. had that competition around him. That's, that's like what empowered him. That's why he was so good. He was always right. competing at something. Um, and the reason why I bring up this athleticism versus fitness, because when I first stepped into a CrossFit gym, I was not the fittest person there. I 
was humbled by how fit people were that didn't look and act more athletic than I was. Right. I came in more of an athlete until Hoover Ball came. And then I was the fucking man. <laughs> 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 and, and then it is so funny because we played, I didn't know it, when I first started cross I never knew what the workout was. And so I would just show up every day for the six o'clock class and then wait for the coach to write the workout on the board. I was like, cool, that's what we're doing. We played Hoover Ball one time and then for six months straight, I hoped that that workout of the day was Hoover Ball again. And it never was. <laughs> just come in and I'm like, oh shit, deadlifts. Damn. I wonder if it's Hoover Ball. No. Hoover Ball. No. But I remember it happening and I was like, this is the coolest game ever. And so we'll dive into what Hoover Ball is. Uh, if we want to look at the article first, this is, again, this is one of those very, very short ones that uh, came out a long time ago. Uh, but Hoover Ball itself is, uh, let's see where it is at the top. We found Hoover Ball when we were on the internet looking for something more competitive and sporting for the medicine ball. And honestly, if like you Google all of this, it's pretty fun to see what comes up and, and why this came out. And if I want to click over of really like anytime you see this on a Wikipedia page, is that Hoover Ball was actually designed for President Hoover. His personal physician, who was a Medal of Honor recipient, Joel T. Boone, designed this game basically on a sand volleyball size court with, it says, a six-pound medicine ball thrown over an eight-foot net. And here's the wild part, is that everybody apparently in the cabinet would play this game. Can you, Im can you imagine like if Joe Biden got hit by a six pound medicine ball, he would explode. <laughs> like if you threw a medicine ball at Trump, like he would probably like, <laughs> like it would just bounce off of him, and then he'd make sure it was like destroyed immediately and all med balls in the country be banned. Like, like <laughs> could you imagine any president Maybe Obama. For sure, W, though. He would have done Have you seen W throw a fastball? Fucking awesome. <laughs> right? But, like, can you just imagine our last two playing this game? No chance. Not even close. <laughs> Not, Not even, even close. close. And this is yeah. a game created for him, and everybody played it, which is wild. Wild. And so what I wanted to do is, Listen, this article is about Hoover Ball. It's really short, right? But to explain it, I did some YouTube rabbit hole searching, Bill. And we may or may get a strike, but hey, we figured we'd let the people know. <laughs> so for your enjoyment, here's someone who made a video on Hoover Ball. Episode of Sports Encyclopedia series where you can learn about every single game that's ever existed on planet Earth. Today in our sports encyclopedia. By the way, if you want to know about every dumb game, like, <laughs> go, go to this guy's time. YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Ocho. <laughs> just uh, just uh, everything's in there. Encyclopedia series, we talk about Hoover Ball. So let's begin. 
combination of volleyball, tennis, and medicine ball. The game was invented by President Herbert Hoover's personal White House physician, Admiral Joe T. Boone, to keep President Hoover physically fit. Imagine that. Imagine a presidency and cabinet focusing on fitness. Imagine Just look that. at the age of these dudes, and they're like, hey, we need to get a workout program. Yeah. Let's go I get out on shape. that field. We're going to throw this ball around. Look at that. I mean, look at that old guy with that little white mustache. Right? Gangster. He's like Prez. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass with this game. And Hoover, I mean, look at that jawline. Look at that. That guy ain't fucking around with nobody. Anyways, continue. I'm also stopping so we don't get like banned. Mega strike. <laughs> this game used to be one of the most popular sports at the White House, played by the president, cabinet members, court justices, and high government officials. Do you what other games? What other yeah, games as opposed were ever to <laughs> one of the most popular? Yeah, I mean the only game ever popular. But the fact that they're all playing it. Fantastic. The game Hoover Ball is inspired by a game called Bull in the Ring that the Navy played while they were on ships. The basic objective By the way, I think Bull in the Ring, if anybody's in the Navy and knows what this is, please correct me. But I believe it was like a boxing game where like one dude would stand in there and fight the next guy and just fight until he got beat. I feel like that's oh, the, the winner game. just stays in. Yeah. And, and the only reason oh. why I'm making this up, you know, I think this is because we talked about Tosh and the team shut up and row and rowing across the Atlantic. Tosh did that, but he never left. He fought every man on the ship in a day. That's cool. Really fucking cool. So if anybody knows oh, that. Oh, that's or, why he trained ghosts, huh? Yeah. That's right. Just another uh, like feather in the cap of the legend of Tosh. The game is to score more points than the opponent. How to participate in Hoover Ball? Hoover Ball is a team sport that involves two teams competing against each other. Both of the teams consist of an equal number of players. On the morning of the match, four to 18 VIPs should show up for the games around the south yard of the White House. Four, four to 18. I wish, I'd <laughs> love to see that. I would just love to watch that. Yeah. I would love to watch that. Now it has teams of three in here, but I've usually played in teams of two, but we'll get there. The game is played in a volleyball type grass or sand court with a net in between. The game is played with a heavyweight medicine ball that weighs a total of six pounds. Now we have evolved. Yeah, we have evolved. Heavy. Yeah, this was back in the day, Hoover Ball. I mean, look, you're not going to throw a 20-pound med ball at the president. I don't care who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this definitely makes the game more accessible, so you can see why. The target for each team is to throw the ball over the net towards the opponent's side. The game begins with service from one team, and the opponent must catch it on the fly and immediately return it. The objective for both teams is to land the ball in the opponent's team's court without them being able to return it. Now, that was the coolest part because... You ever play Ultimate Frisbee? Yeah. It's kind of like that, that, right? It's like you catch the Frisbee, you got to stop running, and then you throw it. Right? It's yeah. same, same concept here. So if you, if you catch the ball, now I can finally say catch. We're not talking about barbells. We're talking about med go. balls. I can say catch now. I don't have to look over my shoulder for Mike Bergner. <laughs> <laughs> you have to freeze and then throw it from there. In case any player from the team loses the ball or throws it out of bounds, the team loses a point. The game was played with different... Now, I thought that was interesting. Oh, a very interesting way to score. <laughs> that you lose points. Like you lose a point. It's definitely... I don't know if he said that right. It's like, the team got another point? I don't know. 
But regardless, you get a point. Different kinds of throws. One, body twist is quick off the hip throw. Two, over the head is a whole body throw. Three, trebuchet is an advanced throw in which players keep the elbow straight, step forward, twist, and then throw the ball. Wow. And four, Seriously? in yeah. a spike throw, the player jumps so high and throws the ball to the opponent's side. Now, so high. So high. <laughs> a lot, jumps. A, so high. A lot easier to do with a six-pound ball. I don't recommend oh jump throwing with what the ball should be, which we will get to after this video. <laughs> Dislocate both my shoulders. <laughs> How to win in Hoover Ball? The team that manages to score more points is declared as the winner. Friends, this is just an overview of the game, but if you'd like to know... All right, there you go. Now you get it. Questions, everyone. <laughs> Those are good basics, right? Yeah. I've played hey, with okay, different rules. Hey, so when bit. you played, did you play, so you played the te the tennis version. That version right there, <sighs> where the second doubles. you caught it, you had to immediately throw it back over. Uh, I play, I, no, played it I've played like a one pass. Way. Okay, okay. I've played with one pass. One pass. And so, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, another I actually version, like that way better. The one pass? The one pass. Me too. Way or more. The, the ability to have one pass. Right, right. And now what a traditional Hoover ball setup should look like is take a sand volleyball court. I do 2v2 because when you put three out there, you have to make it a workout. And if there's three right. people, it's like playing four on four in sand volleyball. Like no one's doing shit. Right. You play doubles because it actually requires fitness to go with your athleticism. And there you go. Right. It's a one-way street. One doesn't necessarily help the other. Anyways. Right. Well, no, that's not true. <clears throat> and the way we did it was uh, I played in a couple of tournaments. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. But they <laughs> divided the volleyball court in half. So a front half and a back half. Kind of like a traditional volleyball court. Like, so for example, I think when you play indoor volleyball, you can't, like, there's a rule with where you jump from. Is there a rule? You mean for serving? For, uh, for spiking? Or am I just making that uh, up? Anyways. Uh, so we, we split the field in half. You have a front half and a back half. And the rule is, if you catch the ball in the front half by the net, you have to throw it to the back half of the other team. Oh, okay. If you catch it in the back half, you can throw it anywhere you want. So people can't come up and just like dunk it on you. Right, so you have to, if you're in the back half and you receive it, you can either one pass it off and then move the ball, one pass. Uh, Renata, how tall? They said eight feet, but your traditional volleyball net is, what is it, about eight or nine feet? Yeah, I think it, what's weird is I looked to see what that was, and it's like seven foot, 11 inches, and five-eighths. So it's eight like, feet. Dude, there we go. Just make yep. it eight feet. <laughs> eight feet it is. Yeah. Yes, eight feet. Um, so one pass freeze when you catch it. If you catch it in the front half of the court, you have to throw it to the back half. If you catch it in the back half, you can throw it anywhere you want. And that was it with a 14 pound ball for women and a 20 pound ball for men. Right. And that game is freaking awesome. Yeah. Where do you surf from? Behind. Behind the line. Yeah. Just like so volleyball. So you have to yeah. be strong enough to get it over the net because that is not an easy med ball toss. I wonder if that's what they say that tribulaja, oh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever that throw it's was. It's a fancy word um, for catapult. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't work with a 14 or a 20 pound ball. 
at all. Not from the side, yeah. Not from the side. Um, So we played it. That was the game that I would play um, with my firefighters. We'd always do it the last day of the year. Oh, that's awesome. And we'd we'd go down to the beach because that was in our jurisdiction, and we'd take the 20-pound ball down there, and there'd be four of us on the engine, and we would go two and two, but we would use the the whole volleyball court. We did one pass. Um, You had to serve from the regular serve line. So we had a full court. So you had a long throw on that first throw uh, to get it over the – to get over the net and it's unbelievable how much force a 20 pound ball has as it's floating through the air especially when you're trying to like dive for it or whatever like <laughs> you have I to mean, play yeah, on I, sand i couldn't even imagine grass. that in grass <laughs> we did it in the sand so like you had to like get her and if you were gonna dive for it like you still couldn't hit the ground so you had to dive and like turn your body oh to catch it. yeah so you could catch it yeah you know, you could catch it kind of kind of rugby-ish if you wanted to, but like you still had to keep it off the ground. But man, it was I, for everyone that wants to go out and play. It is super fun, but make sure that your back and your sides and your hips are warmed up because the twisting and the 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 shock of having weight go away from you and, <laughs> yeah. and then your you know your back trying to your rectus trying to hold all that. It, it, it's no joke, but it is so fun. It's so much fun. So fun. And what's great is that everyone can play this game. Yeah. Fitness level, athleticism, It re- like you really can. And, and just like anything, when we're talking about fun, this is using your body in after training it, right? Like all of this stuff we do in the gym is like, why? Because you can go and play this game whenever you want. Yeah. And at 14 and 20, like, get lighter ball. Get a lighter ball. Put three or four people out on the court, right? If you want to just, like, have fun, if you want to have fun and play a game CrossFit style, do that. Four people, lighter ball, go nuts. If you want to make this a, like, a sporting style event that has to do with athleticism and your fitness level, 2v2, full sand court, half and half, one pass, and then you go for it. 20 pound, 14 pound ball. It's, it's awesome. So fun. It, it is so fun. And shit gets real later in the like tournament when everyone's sweating and covered in sand and that ball gets hard to catch. Yeah. Or you get sand in your eyes or you, everything's slipping through your arms. And what was your favorite throw? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, other than the moon ball, you do that? Are you talking like granny shot or are you backwards? Like granny shot, but reverse. And you just okay, throw yeah, it up yeah. in the air as high as you can. Yeah. And just like assume that they are not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> or they don't well, want to catch that right. ball. <laughs> so as it's coming down, it's now about a 38-pound ball <laughs> yeah. when you got the gravity attached to it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of gravity, <laughs> some sand in the eye makes an athlete less confident. Is usually. <laughs> what about you? Same. I Same. love okay. going um, over the back, but I would go the alternating back and forth between doing like a high lob like that backwards mm. or that you could almost do a whip where it would like just hit the top of the net. I mean, in almost a straight line. So you have a like a line drive kind of ball. Um, I mean, you have to kind of mess with it a little bit to get the aim down. Yeah. But oh, yeah. You just have a little... any sort of yeah. You have any sort of speed on that. I would but, try to man, spin it. So fun. You were trying to do that where you like throw it yeah. and just like have that ball spinning. Right. Yeah. 
It's good. Well, or you see those coming. At, like, you see it spinning. You're like, motherfucker, here we yeah, go. And, and like, you get that one <laughs> where the laces hit the ends of your fingernails. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I found, for fun, I found one video. This looks like it's just out of like a, at a gym party so people can see it uh, just unfolding a little bit. Uh, let, me, let me pull it up here. I couldn't even imagine it indoors like that. No way. This is how we played it. I'd be so afraid to hit the ground. Oh, dude, it was so sketchy. It was, <laughs> it was so sketchy. But just so you guys can see it. Hi, right, we're going to get messed up in here. Yeah. A, this is a tiny court for starters. But B, there's three people. And they're also dunking it. So you can see why like we don't have, you have that like front yeah. half, back half rule. Oh, those, that's not even a net. No, it's like That's just webbing. It'll go right through the thing and smack you in the face. <laughs> I know it's like a slack line. <laughs> but there you go. So see the, that diving oh, catch wouldn't wow. count for you, right? Because he landed on the ball. Yeah. 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 Right. So Bruce, you are you are actually supposed to. It's best played on a sand volleyball court. Hundred percent. Because it's already marked out for you. It's harder to run. It's more fatiguing on the legs. Because what's fun about Hoover Ball is that it is an actual like workout for the day. Like you play a full game of Hoover ball or a tournament by the end, both teams don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> Dude, that guy in the yellow shirt, full commitment, right? He's gone down twice already. Well, I mean, he's wearing a Reebok like games replica tee. So I think, you know, this is his moment. Uh, yeah. But okay. But the, like, have you ever dove on like, like who's playing in jeans and like sketchers boots? That's the question I have. <laughs> 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 I like it. They invite this poor, poor soul into the game. Like, all right, get to the side. <laughs> yeah. Well, geez, they were going to throw it right at her. I know. So, all right. Super fun. Super fun. And Super the thing with that is that um, I wanted to do a. Oh, they should have done that at Wadapalooza, dude. Yes. They should have done that. So I was wow. thinking about this. Because if you can do a tug-of-war event at Rogue, there's no reason you can't do this as a team event somewhere at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. How fun would that be to watch? Sports. Be, oh, my gosh. That would be so cool. Just have like eight courts or four courts going on at the same time, and it's just a tournament. Yeah. I, I just, think that's rad. Right? And how easy would that be to judge? It'd be freaking fun. Everybody get pissed off because of like bad calls, which is what we want. Right. What is it? What John does Savon say? Dear Bill and Katie. <laughs> build us an outdoor sand Hoover ball arena. <laughs> I mean, they had all the sand with the obstacle course. Yeah, they've already done it once. Do that. Yeah. I'm like saying it's like you've already dumped a bunch of sand in the parking lot once. How hard can it be? <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Like, that would uh, be cool. and I don't know yeah, how dude, you would oh, do it. I'm going to get, I'm going to pitch it to Dylan. I'm going to pitch it to Dylan so that next year at Wadapalooza, oh. the community event Hoover ball is just open team. Hoover, oh Hoover yeah. I mean the gauntlet thing's pretty sweet. I no, saw that is, that is really cool, but you could totally have this other thing too. Oh, like a side so then thing. It's not, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, it's not all CrossFitters. It's not, you just get anybody to come out and play. Dude, are you, I mean, you get Dynamax to sponsor it. <laughs> Actually, no, you, right? you got to get Rogue. If Rogue is your sponsor, they make med balls too. But yeah. 
Yeah, enter your four-person team to a Hoover Ball tournament. For whatever per, per, per team, put some prize money out there. Oh, man. Swag bags. He's like, hey, you going to Wadapalooza this year? He's like, yeah. He's like, you doing the gauntlet? I'm like, no, I'm doing the Hoover Ball tournament. Hoover Ball. <laughs> Hoover Ball. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. That would be super cool. I'd be like, it's Miami, man. Like, you know, they, they're, dude, they're right, by, right by the beach. Do you Come want on. like a, a CrossFit Top Gun volleyball scene? Yes. Can you imagine what the post-produced Hoover Ball tournament Instagram reel would look like? Oh. My goodness. People get all serious and shit, start putting like ones and twos behind their back as if they know which direction <laughs> they're going to go with the med ball. Be amazing. Be amazing. This makes me want to go play it. <clears throat> totally. That would be super fun. Maybe super Of course, fun. we can't hear in California because it's raining like crap. Oh, yeah, I heard a hundred year storm, dude. Oh, so enjoy your hundred year storm. Yeah, (laughs) your infrastructure handles it. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, though, is it how bad is it right by the beach? So, geez. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we can sponsor the Hoover Ball tournament. That would be sick. All the all the med balls have an OG on it. OG and a cult in all white. I like it. Now you're like talking. It. See, Elise, this is why we have these conversations with you guys. Because you guys have great ideas too. Stefan, yeah. Chase and Bill will be team captains and pick their team based off Patreon members. Ooh. 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 That would be sweet. Yeah. All right. Now we're thinking. It's a little too late for this year. <laughs> or, or we find a sand volleyball court near Bayside. And just like that's our OG just, gathering party. Just pick it up. Just we just get like a like we did is like we get a keg, a couple of red cups, and we just like pick teams and go play Hoover Ball for two hours at like nine o'clock at night. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, hey, that's a short, sweet one, but uh, we wanted to bring that one. I saw that on the list for a while, and I was like, hell yeah, we need to talk about that one. We need to talk about that one. So fun. I, I can't if any if any of you guys do it for whatever reason, if you guys just hop out there, you get some people to play it for whatever, put up the video. Tag us in it. Please. So yes. Yeah, so I, um, I just love seeing that stuff out there. I mean, you guys, it's it's cool that we're getting tagged, like, you know, screenshots of like the show, but put it on like, you know, tag it us and hashtag Glassman Chipper and Hoover Ball and show you guys Hoover Ball in it and you know tag us in there put all that stuff in so we can repost it for you guys. Yeah. And so you cool. know thank you guys for all the posts and the tags for everything. We love to share what you guys are doing because uh, we want to let people know what the community's up to. So we really do appreciate it. But uh oh Renata Yes. Yes we are. Yes. So they have uh, the unique format this year. So they have Thursday, Friday the individuals will be competing at Wadapalooza which Bill will be calling with Sean Woodland. And then yeah. Saturday and Sunday will be the team's turn, which I will be calling with Sean Woodland. And then I'll be on site Thursday, Friday, doing a lot of stuff with the, uh, <clears throat> the CrossFit affiliate setup that we'll have there. So if you guys are on site, make sure you go find the CrossFit affiliate booth and I'll be over there as much as I can. We'll, uh, we'll probably be wandering around with uh, Canon Sherpa Works and you might be at the underdog's stuff but uh we will be around we will be available and if you guys are around please track us down we'd love to meet you in person if we haven't yet we'd love to talk to you just thank you for being a part of the show thank you for rolling with us and uh 
Bill, I didn't tell you this because I had forgot, but yes, uh, the last episode was our 200th episode. What? Yeah. Yeah. We're not popping them out as much as Hiller and Savon. Sorry. We can't. That's just not. <laughs> but 200 still, episodes. Wow. Yeah. 200? 200. Dang. I know. Pretty cool. That's and then awesome. in uh, March, we'll celebrate our three-year anniversary of the show, which seems like we've been doing it a long time, but like that doesn't seem like a long time. You're right. Yeah. It feels like, honestly, it feels like we've done more than 200 shows. Yeah. But I, that makes sense, though. Yeah. 200. Uh, about I mean, two, about two a week. Sometimes we've missed a couple just with the holidays or weird, you know, whatever coming up. That's about right. I can see yeah, that. That's about right. That's yeah. about right. Unlike well, gang, it. get out there, play some Hoover ball, tag us in how much fun you're having today and the rest of the week. And we'll see some of you guys in Miami. We'll probably do one more show, I think, Tuesday, next Tuesday. We're actually trying to get uh, I, I, Jim Broboski. I call him Bro Broski. Is he's doing the 365 days of hero workouts. We had him on, I think, last year when he completed 365 days of Murph. He just passed, oddly enough, 201, which is our episode today. <laughs> 201. Um, we'll talk to him. We'll get a little uh, kind of a halfway point of how things are going, maybe what his top five worst workouts are to date, and then uh, we'll go from there. I have a challenge for him. Um, I've already told it to him, but it's like, I think, A, I don't know how he's doing this. It's insane. Yeah, it's, I don't know how his body's holding up. It's crazy. And so what I want him to do is that, He's done 365 days of Murph. Mm -hmm. He's done 365 days of hero workouts, no rest days, which, right. like, statistically, something would happen where you can't do something. But sickness and health, he's doing it. Yeah. I want him to do 365 days of .com, including the rest days and only that, and see how his fitness level improves because of it. Don't you think that'd be a cool experiment? I mean, like what better of a test case study human being do you have to prove the efficacy of CrossFit training and .com than a guy who's done two straight years of workouts, half of being Murph and the other half being hero workouts with no rest days, just only .com. Whatever it is, the don't, don't do extra work Take the like. I would love to see what is best fitness off looks like. everything, everything. So then we're we're so classic. The idea the idea com. would be, hey, you know what? It's not all about heavier, 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 or mass volume. It's intensity level. Yep. So go this like maybe today he's only working. Maybe it's Fran, and he does it in three and a half minutes. Nothing else. Done. No vest. No head. Like that would be a good test. Don't that'd you be, think that would be, be like? That would be an interesting, yeah. I really hope he does because it would be the best empirical data we have ever had. And what CrossFit should do is document that yeah. for a year. Well, I mean, I would, I would say, I mean, honestly, I'd say pay him because well, it's yes. like you're, you know, I mean, like, hey, okay, we're. You, we are going to utilize you right now. Yeah, you're going to do all these things. We're going to be posting it up. 
you're going to showcase it. We're going to test it. And I mean, that you're right. That's, that's the laboratory right there in action. It just, it would, it would help dispel these volume chasers and these more is better people. Cause I guarantee you, I guarantee you he is going to get fitter doing com only than whatever he's done for the last two years. It'd be interesting. And not a knock on what he's doing. Like I can't even fathom every time I see his video. I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? And then the workout you did before that, and then you're going to do something like it's insane. I cannot wrap my brain around what he's doing. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, we talked to him of why he's doing it. You know, it's a lot of stuff for like mental health of first responders and police. And, you know, like his, his star is rising as it should. I think it's incredible work at what he's doing. It's freaking, freaking awesome. And I'm, yeah. I'm proud of him. It's, it's badass. But man, I'd be curious just from the whole cross, CrossFit methodology point of view. That would be super cool. You think, he, oh, I bet we could convince him. I mean, I shit, it's like, him. hey, guess what? You don't have to like kill yourself for another year. You get yeah. rest days. <laughs> well, okay, but the thing is, it's like, okay, now it's not about checking the box. Right, It's about right, right. maximizing on whatever it is that it is that, yeah. that you're doing. So, no, you don't, you don't go heavier. You go whatever the prescribed is, mm-hmm. and you go all in. So now it's not about volume and weight necessarily it's about intensity of to see right. and i mean and that's what he's had he's had he's had virtually he's gone like deep into each one of those deep into heavy deep into long now go deep into intensity yep and see what that difference would be that'd be that, that right? would be cool like that would be really it's really the cool. perfect time there's no better time to do it yeah i hope i hope we, yeah. we can convince him that'll be our thing we're like hey come okay. on our show let's talk about you and then we're like do it intervention style all right thank you guys for joining us thank you for joining us for the crossfit journal book book club greg glassman's chipper article number 14 we will see you guys next week between now and then have yourself a happy weekend and go get those hoover ball games started and tag us in it other than that guys take care have a good weekend guys